How was Disney? Oh yeah, how was, was Disney? Fucking awesome. Why? <clears throat> it was hard to come back, for sure. I bet. I have to say, I noticed you were like super dad number one. You had a different Disney themed T-shirt on in every single picture. We all did, and and Disney masks for every day, and God, your attention to detail. You're a real I was dog. so high. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing ever still is going to the front desk and getting my drugs handed to me by a Disney cast member. So it just, every time it makes me so like, I'm nervous. I'm waiting for them to come out and be like, sir, there's a problem. But they just give it to me and yeah. I eat them and it's amazing. Were they in costume? Was it like somebody dresses goofy? That was like, no. <laughs> Looks like you're ready to get goofy. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, how was your, uh, do you think all your Star Wars studying did paid off when you went to? Yeah, dude. I knew who, I knew which spaceship belonged to Poe when I got there. Nice. I knew what the Millennium Falcon was. That ride, that Star Wars ride is completely insane. It's like three different stages of ride. You're like walking in one and then you're standing, riding on a spaceship for part of it. And then you're, you're in like a little car driven by a droid in part of it. And then your car driven by the droid goes into an escape pod and you can like feel it lock in and the screen's a simulator and like you drop out of the spaceship, like the first order spaceship that you're on and fly to your destination. And Damn. like, it really drops, like it's on a platform and it drops like 20 feet down. That <laughs> oh was awesome. Connor went on almost every roller coaster. He, he oh. skipped a couple of them and one made him cry when he got off. <laughs> Which one made him cry? Uh, Expedition Everest. Oh, that makes sense. That makes me cry. Or peel. Was, in, the, in the beginning, when it started going backwards, he was like, oh, no. And he was like, he kept it together. And then we were like in the gift shop walking out. And he's like, oh. He had PTSD from it. Like, yeah. I'm like, it's okay, dude. He's just in his room smoking cigarettes thinking about it right now. Like People die on that ride. Didn't an old dude have a heart attack? I hope so. I think so. So your son did well. If he survived it, compared to a 50-year-old man, tell him crying is okay. It's fine. Do y'all see that beam of light in the middle? Am I, like, is Jesus coming for me, or is that just my computer? I think there's there's, a, yeah, there is a little one. Okay. Do this and clean your camera, because sometimes you get grease on your camera, and it makes it, like, fuck up light. No, <laughs> still there. Hold on. Clear, clear your shirt up really quick. Uh, listen, I know computers. Right. Yeah, close your eyes. Closed. No. All right, let's be problem solvers and not Disney evangelists. Why? Oh, Jesus. I can't hurt you. All right, you don't have to keep moving. I want to look at it. It's bubbling. Put your hand over the top of where your thing is. Like, no, not not covering it, but like like you're a hat for that. Oh, oh, yeah. oh wow. Okay, I'm not going to. Yeah, I told you, I know computers. It looks like the ghost of R. Kelly is peeing on you. <laughs> is R. Kelly dead? No, not yet. He's just dead to the world. He's got to be close. It's yeah. stressful. You can't tell me he's not going to kill himself in the next year. He loves himself too much to kill himself. That's why, like, I, I know narcissists don't kill themselves. Not lately. Have you seen him cry on Oprah? That was hilarious. I can't say I have. I didn't know Oprah was still on TV. I don't... Well, he was. This was like right before he got locked up. Good episode. He cried a lot, screamed, threw a chair or something. It was great. Okay. Right, and welcome to the problem yeah. software. Hey, everybody.
Welcome to Problem Solvers. I'm Zach. I'm Liz. I'm Matt. And we're in cyberspace. We're letting the NSA record everything we're doing and saying so that, you know, when they find my manifestos, they have cool things to link back for the documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, (laughs) there was a couple of things that happened because we haven't recorded so long that I was like, I I could talk about this, but I don't want to. There's something that happened to me the other day that I was like, I probably shouldn't talk about this because I might get in trouble, but I'm going to talk about it anyways because I, I need to tell you guys. And if it makes it into the episode, it makes it into the episode. But I think I killed somebody on the Manhattan Bridge the other day. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I was riding one of our e-bikes from my company and I'm pedaling along and like that thing, it'll go like over 20 miles an hour with, with you pedaling. And it just kind of feels like you're pedaling like a, like super effortlessly. So on the bridge, it's like a two-lane bicycle path, and you can pass people, but when you do it, you got to, like, be careful, make sure nobody's coming. You know, it's like riding a car or a motorcycle. You got to be careful. So I'm I'm coming up on these people. I'm doing, like, 20 miles an hour. They're on regular bikes, so they're going, like, 12 miles an hour. So I'm coming up quick. I go into the pass lane. I hit my little bell. I look behind me, make sure there's nobody that I'm cutting off. And as I get, like, handlebar to handlebar with this guy, he just goes, and slams right into me. Like he was going to like into the other lane, but it was completely his fault because there was nobody in front of him for him to pass. And he should have looked behind him if he was going to switch lanes. But I hit this guy, like I went shoulder down. Cause I was like, I'm 220 pounds. I'm going 20 miles an hour. Like if I fall, it's going to suck. So I like, I braced, I shouldered into it and I slammed this guy into the fence over the water so hard that I thought like, I looked back and I saw just like a mess of body parts and bicycle pieces wrapped into fence. And I was like, shit, I should probably stop to see if this guy's okay. Cause he like, he's definitely alive, but he's 100% fucked up. <laughs> but like, I looked back and by the time I said to myself, I should stop. I was already so far away. Cause I was going so fast. that I just went, sorry. <laughs> and I, sorry. I kept going. Oh my God. You're a murderer. I might be a murderer. Right. Another reason I couldn't stop because the bike that I was riding is like completely branded with my company's logo and like huge letters and everything. And I was wearing my like my company shirt at the time that I never wear. So I was like, I can't go back because they'll shut down my company and I won't have a job anymore. That's a hit and run. It was 100% hit and run. Oh yes. God, I love it. You badass. I know, right? Wow. I also did something else. Oh, I want this, this was the thing that I actually wanted to talk about. So, if the bicycle story doesn't make the cut, NBD. We have another one. Here we go. Let's hear it. Well, the thing is, I don't know if you guys feel the same way I do. When we're recording the problem solvers, do you feel like you are allowed to say things that you probably wouldn't be able to say in regular life, even though anyone in the world can listen to it? Yeah. I don't feel that way. I feel the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you, you feel it like you can you can get away with stuff. You can say more edgy shit, I feel like, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, good to know. I've kind of always felt that way, like in my adult life where I still just try to say the things that I probably shouldn't. But being on the, the podcast has made it a lot worse because now I, to me, every person I'm talking to is an audience. And I'm like, <laughs> see what I can say. So... At work, we one of one of my coworkers was he quit, well, like put in his notice and he's leaving. So we had like a going away party for him after work on Friday. 
so we, my boss got him like a cake, which I don't know why we're doing that. We're in our twenties and thirties. Like, is that still like, my personal feeling, I don't like cake. So my personal feelings about cake got in the way, but we're standing in a circle and they just, they just hired on a few more, uh, like managerial level people. And, uh, two of them are white guys and they're both technically like the next tier above me. So they're each somewhat my boss, but not directly my boss. And before they got hired, I was the only white person. So I'm standing in a group and there's like a Middle Eastern guy, a Mexican guy, a Dominican guy, me, and these two white guys. And I was like, oh, there's, there's too much white going on. But I didn't say anything about that, but whatever. So they're, everybody's eating cake except for me. And they were talking about it and they're like, hey, uh, why don't you want any cake? I was like, I'm not, I'm not a big cake guy. And also I feel like if you're going to get cake and it's not chocolate, it's kind of weird. And the guy who got the cake was the Middle Eastern guy. And he was like, hey, uh, yeah, I asked for chocolate. But they said they fired the guy that makes the chocolate cakes there. And I was like, there's one specific person doing that job? And they're like, yeah, I guess so. And I was like, you know a company legally can't say that they fired their chocolate man, right? <laughs> and everyone was like, what did you just say in a group filled with every race? And I was like, they fired the chocolate, chocolate guy. And the two white guys that they just hired in did like the nope no dude like i'm sorry like if you were on the clock we'd have to fire you right now type of thing and i was like that joke would have slayed on the problem solvers (laughs) i'm done with you oh god but today's episode is not about me you guys how they can reach us oh yeah find us on the internet there you go Use Bing and search us. Sounds good. Go on Ask Jeeves or Dogpile. Do you guys remember Dogpile? That was my, that was like the original search engine. I used to use that all the time. Wow, throwback. Yeah. Anyway, emails, problemsolvers4e at Gmail, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's all you get out of me. Word. Microsoft Word. Yeah, we're on that too. So... I was I was brainstorming some stuff for episodes, and uh, in one of our previous episodes, there was a debate fashion episode between me and Icky Vicky, where mm-hmm. Nice Chris moderated, mm-hmm. and I was thinking to get you guys more involved, because I feel like I talk too much, mm-hmm. I would like to moderate a debate between the two of you, God. and I've picked some, some topics, some hot button issues. Ooh. And I want you both to know that 100% random, I chose who's going to be supportive and who's going to be against. Wonderful. No, I don't know if I'm you sitting guys... On a, I'm sitting on a John Deere tractor, so I feel like I have to take the conservative side of everything. <laughs> that's, that's, that might be true. So, God. I don't know if any of you have ever done debate team stuff. You both look like you probably didn't in high school. (laughs) I barely did high school stuff. (laughs) So the point of debate is even if you don't agree with the stance that you're given, you have to, to your best of your abilities, you have to fight for that stance. So it could be like, Liz, your argument now is why is Liz a poo-poo head? And you'd have to use your time to thoroughly convince us that Liz is a poo-poo head. 
I got good reasons. So are, are both of you secure enough with yourselves to start the master debaters round two? No, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right. <laughs> Listen yeah. to me type. That's me doing internet stuff, pulling up random topics. Oh, God. Now, this one is something that we've talked about before. It's a little bit of an older issue, but to get the get the ball rolling in Master Debaters Part 2, the topic is transgender people using specific bathrooms. Oh, God. Now, randomly, Matt... You get the argument of why they should be allowed to use any bathroom they want. And Liz, you get the argument of why they should not be allowed in bathrooms based on gender. Genitals. Who would like to start? Based on genitals. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to begin? I'll start. Okay. Tell us why you don't think transgender people should be allowed to use public bathrooms. Because cisgendered people are going to take them as a target and attack them. So it's actually for their safety to have designated, you know, one size fits all bathroom, but single stall. Let's see what you did there, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. Like at the men's office where, uh, in school, yeah. where it's just a like, you know, unisex bathroom, but only one person allowed at a time. That would be best for transgender humans because this way they're not a target so you're right i don't agree with them using whatever bathroom they want i agree with them using the bathroom that's safest for them as a person because of transphobes nailed it my turn my turn (laughs) yep all right if transgender people are gross enough to think that using a public bathroom is a good idea then that's fine and they should be able to use whatever one they want because anyone with any self-respect won't be in a public bathroom other than maybe to wash their hands. So it doesn't matter. It, it should only be scumbags that are in there at any given time. They probably like the smell of other people's poop. They, they like touching butts. And it's fine. It's, it's everybody's in the same, on the same boat. Okay. I see, I see what you guys are doing. You guys are making the best of this situation. <laughs> you know what we're supposed to do. Yeah, you're doing a great job, but I was hoping you wouldn't. Next topic. <laughs> All right, same-sex marriage. Uh, randomly. All right, Matt, you get the argument of why homosexuals should be allowed to marry. Liz, you have to argue as to why same-sex couples cannot get married. Matt, why don't you start us off on this one? Um, marriage is stupid. Um, it creates a ton of obstacles to getting out of a relationship that otherwise don't exist. You know that, right? You're the pro. Like you're full. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to be pro marriage. I just have to be. <laughs> you're you're big, coming on a little. Homosexuals are allowed to marry. <laughs> so again, if you're gay and dumb enough to think that entering into a legally binding contract with another person uh, which will forfeit half your property eventually if you guys can both afford the same kind of lawyer and will make it extremely hard to get out of a relationship um, then you 
should be as miserable as all the heterosexual people who have made that mistake. Um, the, straight white people should not be the only people signing their life away. Well, no one said anything about race. Once we we get to the interracial one, I assume I'm going to be on the the wrong side because I've made out pretty well so far. It's all randomly generated. Um, Yeah, I know. The odds are against me at this point. Um, Yeah, and I mean, it generates a huge amount of economic uh, benefit for whichever municipality they're getting married in. You got to pay for the license. You got to pay for food vendors, venues, photographers. So there's a lot of gay people probably. Um, And, you know, it's a lot of lost, lost revenue for those communities. If they don't bake cakes for them or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you, you guys, you're not really arguing the way that I thought you would, but <laughs> I'm still here for it. All right, so I'm the the against it, right? Yes, you I'm you against. do not want same sex marriage. Got it. Okay, so I'm again against it for a lot of the reasons that Matt said were pros. I'm against it because I think that's wrong. First off, why would you want to pay the state for a marriage license when what has the government ever done for you? That's it. That's literally my argument. Why would you want to pay into an institution that is solely a piece of paper that the government can tax you on differently, that you have to pay for through the government, when the government hasn't done shit for you other than just let you not have rights? Um, They gave us roads, Liz. Yeah, and you can't get into heaven without a marriage certificate, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm just wrong on this. <laughs> but I don't think they should be allowed to get married because why waste your time and money? Why are we just giving them one more like obstacle to jump over? Marriage I can't wait to isolate the audio of Liz saying, I don't want them to be able to get married. And then I'll just use that for my ringtone. <laughs> well, as someone who's been through a marriage and divorce it's a lot of money that you have to pay for the state and considering what is it 50 percent of marriages end in divorce i assume those numbers are going to be the same within the homosexual community so why would you want to bother to go through that don't even let them get married they're too cool for marriage let them live their lives you know with each other but why make them pay for it fair enough so yeah they should get married for their sake you guys are doing a great job thank you we try. Like All right. Next topic. All right. The Holocaust. Did it happen? Matt, you have to argue as to why the Holocaust was real and it happened. And Liz, you have to explain to us why the Holocaust never happened. I hate I feel, you so much. I feel real out of place on this John Deere right now. <laughs> um, it happened because uh, millions of people had the cool tattoos to prove it. Oh my! God. Um, <laughs> that, that was the best possible. It's a. It's a you, you, there's no tattoo cooler than one you got uh, because you were forced to survive the worst thing that ever happened. Um, I think they have. Uh, <laughs> The buildings, the buildings still exist. I think you can tour them. Um, I don't think they have a fast pass line there either. They much do like, not. Much like Disney World, they got to wait in line, mm-hmm. just like just like people did in the in the middle of the century. Um, 
but yeah, they're all fully, I think they're fully functioning buildings. I don't know why you would build gigantic campuses with gas chambers to not kill uh, a particular demographic. Nobody, no, nobody's going to make that investment without the intent to use it. So you're saying that the Holocaust happened because of the cost effect uh, economic principle? Like they, yeah, yeah. There's an economic move. We nobody, build these buildings, we need to use them. Nobody builds a football stadium to leave it empty, you know, so that nobody can play there. Okay. Same, thing, same thing with Auschwitz. So essentially, the Holocaust was a field of dream situation. It was. If you build it, they'll get killed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that was worse than what I thought the argument for the Holocaust not happening is going to be. That was the worst thing I've ever heard, and we're probably going to get kicked off of the internet. I don't know. Why? I didn't say anything bad. I think it's, it's true. Nobody, nobody, you know, you're not going to build a park so that kids can't play on the swings. Same thing. not going to yeah. do it. It's the same thing. I get you. I hear you. I'm trying to think of a better example that's negative, but I'm a pretty positive guy, so it's hard. <laughs> you're not going to build, you're not going to assemble an ice cream truck to park it in the garage same thing with a gas chamber (laughs) all right liz (laughs) so i thought that it didn't happen yeah i guess so (laughs) i don't know if you're gonna be able to because we know the buildings are there yeah you can't beat it beat that (laughs) argument game set match in general in life has anything happened or are we just living in the matrix like is all fake the matrix route right now that's my argument i have no like matt did so well i'm gonna uh, uh, like that's my argument did anything ever happen at all Shit. i wish we had commercial breaks because i'd have to take one right now and just think for a while yeah i'm thinking about getting into the gop now i'm, I'm pretty good at this <laughs> you are <laughs> That's my argument, though. Did anything ever happen? All right. Well, this is, oh, this is a good topic. Oh Randomly generated. All right. Liz, you have to argue as to why Donald Trump was the greatest president of all time. Matt, you have to argue why he was the worst president of all time. All right. I wish Dave was here because then I would make Dave argue that he was the worst. <laughs> we miss you, Dave. Um So why I think he was, I'm going to start, I'm just going to go right in. I think he was the greatest president in the world because he really made a lot of us realize who not to associate with anymore. A lot of us were just living our lives, you know, associating with like closet racists, closet bigots in any way. And now that he has showed us everyone else's true colors, we can all move on from that and just disassociate with family members, colleagues, acquaintances, friends that don't have the same views as you, but in a good way, because like y'all don't have to agree on everything, but you cannot disagree on topics like racism, transphobia, homophobia, all that shit. I think he was great for that because he really made us realize how shitty everyone is. That's all. That's my art. So Donald Trump was your litmus test for who is a bigot. Yep, exactly. All right, Matt. Uh, Donald Trump was the worst president in the history of the United States because he was only able to motivate 50% of the country to support his xenophobic, uh, racist agenda 
And then after all the millions of successful initiatives that he uh, set out and accomplished over his first term, he was unable to prevent Joe and uh, Kamala from stealing the election. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what what other president has gotten 99% of the popular vote and then had the election stolen from him from a couple of Democratic cronies? <laughs> I love you. It's like... <laughs> I got to say, man, you two... Have surprised, not just surprised, but you have like awed me. I'm flabbergasted. I'm flummoxed. You two are amazing. Um, uh, let me let me put out a little side note. I have not had any weed in today. Will be the eighth day if I make it through the day without finding anything. Um, so my brain is sharp. Uh, <laughs> racked with depression and anxiety and uh i'm at the top of my game smoking is it just because my guys my guys like not doing anything right now in massachusetts is too far and i was just there this morning <laughs> literally i didn't really dispensary this morning i got you a father's day present nice i'm gonna come get it right now so i can <laughs> end this murderous terror that is regular life um yeah and uh i've been really busy i've been working like a lot at work and I was supposed to go in yesterday, but I decided not to because I'm lazy. But nice. it's just been, I had so much shit to catch up on when I got back that I was like, didn't have time to procure any drugs. So, been, so not stoned Matt is just bringing the fire. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a living nightmare. <laughs> All right. Well, keep it sharp because we got another topic, buddy. I'm ready. Game face, bro. And this is, this is one. It's a topical one because it's Memorial Day weekend. So, you know, this is we our troops out there. We're, we're remembering things. Uh, Matt, because you're on fire right now, you have to explain to us why we should support the troops. And Liz, if you could, you have to explain why we should not support our military troops. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, we should support the troops. Because there is no other way in in this country. I mean, we're a young country, but we have not found any other way to keep the top 1% of uh, the wealthiest people rich other than sending these brave, selfless young men and women off to the Middle East to die for oil. Um, if, I mean, if they don't go, what, what are we going to do? build solar panels everywhere and put wind turbines off the coast of the ocean that they could kill seagulls. <laughs> wind turbines are known to kill seagulls occasionally. And that's not, we're, as a country, we cannot accept that. It's unacceptable. Um, I think, uh, you know, we, we've been, they've been laying their lives on the line for generations to support uh, an economic agenda that is never discussed in mainstream media. That's how am I going to follow that up? And also, know, you're, right and now also... you're in a debate competition with a phenom. Okay, so um, I don't think we should support the troops for many reasons. And I feel like I have a very interesting perspective on this. Cause mind you, I was married to military. Like I was married to a Marine for. Weird again. The whole thing? 
Oh, just keep keep going. I got some background music. Loud. <laughs> Tell us why we shouldn't support the military. Because it's a fucking job. You picked this job. Yeah, that's that's true. I never see uh, ribbon bumper stickers that say "support the guy that takes the trash out at McDonald's." Sorry, I got lost in the moment. I, I know. <laughs> okay, but for real, like it's literally a job. It is a job. You chose this life. If we were living in a draft era, that'd be different. I would definitely feel very differently about this. But because you picked a job, now I have to mindlessly support you. No, absolutely not. That's all. It's literally a job. You chose to do this. And believe me, most of them choose to do this, or at least the ones that I have met have chosen to do this because they have small dick syndrome and need something to feel powerful about. Let me get this straight. You're saying everyone in the military has tiny dicks? <laughs> well, the ones I've seen. No. Um, which is a lot. So I didn't say everyone. I'm going to get not- beat up because of you now. Someone's going to hear this. I'm going to get the shit knocked out of me. <laughs> this is definitely our last episode. Because he's hopped up on like fucking steroids and trying to be patriotic. And he's going to be like, this is for America. And then smash your fucking head in. You shouldn't support that. That's not something like blind patriotism and blind support of just people picking a job in their life because like you get free college eventually. Like, no, that's some bullshit. If we lived in a draft era, I would have a hard time debating this topic, but we don't. We do not live in a draft era. We live in a draft. It's just called selective service. Yeah, but when, no, didn't they fucking like do away with that recently? No. Okay. Well, well, maybe maybe recently. I don't know, but yeah. I know that like when me and Matt were eighteen, we had to sign up for selective service. I'm positive mm-hmm. they did away with that. Hmm. I tried to sign up for voluntary service, and they told me, "No, you can't join the Navy because you have shitty tattoos on your neck." And uh, it's like, what? Like Popeye, Popeye the Sailor Man. I thought Navy people brought tattoo culture to America. Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. That's how we got tattoos. Was the Navy. and. Those tattoos, like the birds on my neck, were so shitty at the time that it looked like they were done with a crayon on my skin, and like you could barely even see them. You certainly couldn't tell what they were. There was no reason for them to reject my uh, application. Between the discrimination of the military as a whole, each branch individually has their own flaws, and just the fact that you're literally choosing this as a job shows that we don't need to blindly support them. The institution is a problem as a whole, and the people just literally say, hi, this is what I'd like to do to get paid. Plain and simple. I feel like we got way too political. Liz, you're, you're so passionate about how much you very hate pa- the truth. Very passionately about this. I lived on a military base for far too long and saw a lot of shady shit. I don't agree with any of it. I feel very passionately about this. This isn't even a joke. Nah. Welcome to my well- talk. <laughs> That's all the topics I had. <laughs> I, thought, I, honestly, I thought this would have gone a completely different way. I was, I was not expecting the two of you to destroy me with your mind games. I liked this. I've, We're doing really I've, good. I've been watching Star Wars, so I got Jedi mind tricks now. That's true. And I'm going to use them. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Go. I love it. It tastes delicious. It's a perfect mixture of sweet and salty. Oh. 
I can't argue that because I, I I literally cannot argue that. I'm sorry, Zach. You can't. If, if you could, I wouldn't want to do this podcast. Yeah, anymore. no, I agree. I completely agree. That's not a topic I can even like pretend to be against. Yeah, what about you, Matt? You you into pineapple on pizza? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm into pineapple on most things. Yeah. Uh, while I was on vacation, I had uh, pangu lumpia. They're like spring roll, like fried spring rolls. Yeah. With cream cheese and pineapple in them. And we usually get, you know, you get the vacation blues the first weekend that you're stuck in your shitty house and your unseasonably cold and wet neighborhood. Um, so we went out and got wonton wraps and cream cheese and pineapple. And I added jalapenos to the mix. Oh, boy. And it was one of the best goddamn things I ever ate. And then we got a bunch of different kinds of rum and made like one of the drinks they had at the poolside bar uh friday so yeah friday i was living my best food life nice, nice. that's awesome that sounds delicious I, you can't you can't do jala- or, uh, pineapple on pizza without jalapenos honestly it's so much better it is really good i like to look at like when people argue about like what pizza toppings are like good or bad whatever i like to explain to them that i use pizza as an edible plate yeah and if it's food and i like the way it tastes it's gonna taste better when i can eat the delicious plate underneath it no you know, yeah like, i like pineapple in real life i'll eat it on top of that edible plate yeah yeah no i i'll, I'll eat pineapple off a of flip-flop <laughs> <laughs> um i think pineapple cream cheese and jalapeno it's hard to come up with a food that you can't enhance by putting it on like we do cheeseburgers with uh pineapple bacon cream cheese and jalapeno yeah it's one of the best cheeseburgers i ever had that sounds to delicious. date i don't even eat any of that stuff and it sounds delicious no. there's gotta be terrible vegan healthy, alternatives right? <laughs> well there was like red robin back when they were a relevant um semi acceptable restaurant to go to they had like a teriyaki burger with pineapple and bacon on it and holy shit and i'm going for like 15 years right now but like Amazing. That was my introduction to pineapple on everything was like their teriyaki pineapple burger. So good. But do you think that thing about pineapples making your jizz taste sweet is yeah, true? I think so. Yeah, I do. Hmm. If I, I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do a blind taste test <laughs> for my own personal studies. I'll never forget when that became like all the rage in high school. The girls were like, oh, you're drinking pineapple juice? What are you getting laid tonight? And I was like, yes, but also it's delicious. Wait, it works for girls oh, too? Yeah, your cooter yep. is good. That's how I heard it first. I heard it way before, like for women, way before I heard it for men. But I never date men who eat fruit because they're all unhealthy schmucks. So. Hmm. I'll eat it as long as it's deep fried inside something else. <laughs> yeah, it has jalapenos and cheese. cheese on it. <laughs> I wonder if, it like, works if it's damn, deep Matt, your jizz tastes so good. It's like pineapple and jalapeno and grease and cream cheese and <laughs> saturated fats. <laughs> it tastes like a Hawaiian guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, the fuck was I just gonna say? It was about pineapple and jizz. Oh, if asparagus can make your pee smell like chemical warfare, then there's yeah. no reason pineapple can't make your no. jizz taste like a cake. That's a really good point. I don't think I've ever experienced it with men, though. Now I'm kind of bummed. Mm. That's why I like going down on vegans, because it's like a parfait. 
You know, it's just yeah. It's, it's, a, healthy, bed. it's a healthy snack. <laughs> so uncomfortable now. Thank you for that. You just, yep. All right. Well, I'm done recording with you guys. <laughs> How does it feel to know that this will be our last episode ever? Oh, good, good. Blame, blame Matt for that one. The troops are going to come in. Dude, I got to say, though, that Auschwitz argument, you might <laughs> you might have changed the way I look at the world. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything uh, uh, weird about or like, you know. What's the word I'm looking for? Controversial about it. Because Not it's, just a it's different just, way to look at it. Yeah, it's a fact. I mean, it wasn't, if it was built like, you know, all right, I'll say this. If somebody could figure out that somebody built it more recently than originally uh, deemed acceptable, then I'd be like, oh, I don't know. The timelines don't add I'm up. I'm pretty sure that the, like, the architecture and the technology and the, you know, there's ways to date things like that. And carbon date it. <laughs> Car- carbon date the showers. Do you think there's a way that we can make this episode title all Schwitz, like all shit, but people I, will get it? No. I do not. No. All Schwitz. <laughs> and that's all no from me. You could call it the Star of Debated <laughs> instead of oh the Star of David. God. Stop recording, Liz. Or, or I can, or I can not see how I can win this debate. Stop recording. <laughs> oh no, no, we changed it to Nazi. Oh yeah, we yeah. said it's gonna be Nazi. Yep. Oh man. Oh god. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>